What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease. Ease Ease.com, promo code HAM. EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number. Oh, we love Sleep Number. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. Biggest sale of the season. And by Legacy Box. We love Legacy Box too. Legacybox.com slash ham. 40% off, baby. Now to the segment. Chiefs are on deck for the 49ers. You went through the schedule earlier. Uh, Andy Reid's going to continue. He told the media, I guess, Tuesday or Wednesday morning maybe, just what he normally does. That's what he's doing. He's playing his starters. And as you know, you know Andy. Uh, you work for him, that uh, Andy Reid doesn't just play his starters for three series. He plays them. The expectation is two quarters and then brings them out of the locker room, right? He likes them to get that that experience. So we're going to get – this is Jimmy G, John, and, and I'm just – I've been watching Twitter. I think Twitter is itching. And the NFL, there are just some people out there just itching for Jimmy G to look – and I'm not just talking Raider fans. For I'm really NFL people – itching for Jimmy G to look the same way so they can jump all over him. And we're going to get him on the same field as the MVP. You know what's weird is on Monday night, I saw a lot of like, why is Jimmy getting a pass? I'm like, who are you following? He's getting shit on everywhere I look. Everyone's being critical of him. He's getting no pass. This is a fucking war zone for Jimmy G on Twitter. From what I see, did you see the same thing? Yes. And I I got a middle cut. You're going easy on... We crushed him on that Monday night pod or whatever. There's no way to put it. It was... It, I, the only way to describe it is his box score could not really have been any worse. One for six. I guess it could have been 0 for six. But the one was a two-yard, basically a handoff. And the eye test looked way worse than the box score. So he was terrible. But I, I think that going back to the scene of the crime, Andy, I think the scary thing is that are the 49ers going to be able to make it look like it's not just a blowout? Because I'm pretty sure they scored 35 points last year in the first half of the regular season. Well, if they're starting all their starters, I wonder, if could you see Andy getting up like 21 nothing? Is he going to blow them out in a preseason game? Would he yank guys? Or does he? Uh, is he so big on getting them to halftime? The one thing's key, though, is they got Frank Clark. They got Chris Jones. Their defensive line's good. It'd be nice to just get a couple drives that, I don't know, weren't three and outs. Uh, and like you said, 
I don't know if it's a nationally televised game, but if his highlights are ugly, it's not. If his highlights were ugly again, it would clearly go viral. To me, he's got to complete some passes, guy. Whatever they have to do in this offense to get him a couple layup throws, some 7, 8, 10-yard completions, they do that thing, that cliche thing they like to say, as DJ's Twitter handle, move the sticks, (laughs) and just sustain a drive. To me, you don't even need to score touchdowns. Just get a couple first downs in a drive. Move, I don't know, flip field position. Like, get, just go from the your own 25. Is it considered your own on the back end of the field or on the front end of the field? I always get that mixed up. Back end of the field. So, yeah. So, if I'm when you're in the red up, zone, you're on their 12-yard okay, line. Okay, so, yeah. So, you go from your own side of the field to their side of the field, even if you're at the 40 and you got to punt, whatever. But it's just like, okay, they, they put together a drive. I, I can live with that, right? Yeah. That's what he needs to do. He cannot have another two for 12. Uh, well, I would say I would add something to it. The, the, these two things probably, they go hand in hand. Putting a drive together goes hand in hand with this. But making throws that in the regular season will lose you, like you will lose games on two of the throws he made in the Denver game, right? Potentially. I, it's not just incomple- incompletions are one thing. Interceptable, all, bad decisions and bad throws are another thing. I, I would say the number one key that he's got to have this week is clearly not throwing interception, but even going deeper into the GFF, guy football focus. Thank you. No interceptable balls, right? No interceptable balls. Can you have, whether you play five or six series, no interceptable balls, guy? Yeah, no, exactly. Now, I would say if he plays five series and they're moving the ball over the place and he takes some chance downfield, it's okay, that's different. Well, you, got, well, you can have you can throw an interception guy if you throw three touchdowns. I'll let that pass. But you <laughs> yeah. can't have a no-touchdown no, no picks, pick, but three but interceptable yes. balls. GFF very where, where hard. The bat, where the honey badger's laying on the ground, hitting himself in the head like he can't believe he just dropped that. Yeah. Would you and say the guy, if the, and if the, the honey that, badger picks him off, we got problems. And the guy that replaced D Ford is laying on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> Frank yeah. Clark. Not replaced him in the position, but replaced him on the team, basically. The, the offensive line would be nice to get a little back bounce back week. That would be nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm actually nervous if I had Kyle Shanahan – they're going to try. We got a lot of pieces out. Can we stop them? Like, could they just throw up 28 points in the first half? Because if you're just playing hey, Steph. If they, th- they throw up 28, that's fine. If the Niners throw up 21, then that's good. What if it's like 28-3 at half? Would yeah, if it, looks like the, if it looks like the Raiders-Cardinals game. <laughs> yeah, because that's, to me, it's, I almost tweeted this the other day, like the Chiefs are the best team in the league. Well, you can't really say that because it would be the Pats. But it's weird. You look at the patch, you're like, they're not the best team in the league, but they're, they're always going to be the Super Bowl champs. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the same way we talk about Brady. Is he the most talented quarterback ever? No, but he's the best. Because to me, it feels like on paper, going into the season, I'd say the Chiefs are the best team in the league. Now, would I pick them at Foxborough in the AFC Championship? No. But I, I, I do feel good about their chances to win the whole thing this year. I, I, I feel very good about my, I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Like, that's... That's who I expect to be in the Super Bowl guy, the Chiefs. Now, it's not really discounting the Patriots because they're just, I mean, they've been to eight straight AFC Championship games. They've been to five of the last seven Super Bowls or whatever. But it does kind of feel like it's this year. Is there a year? Uh, so it, it could be look pretty ugly. Like, this is a big test for the Niners in a preseason game. When, when is that, their team's going to try. And Niners fans, get ready. If it doesn't go well... 
people are gonna you're gonna feel you're gonna feel the wrath. Like people but, but, are ready but I, to but I, pile on. But I do think it's kind of fair in the sense that yeah, that Andy's open about it. Like I'm playing my starters. He he game plans this week. Like you you notice in the second preseason game, Gruden game plans kinda. Like they're just going over some strengths and weaknesses and players. He's being pretty generic, and it's the whole teams involved. Like you would never show film on Kyler Murray with like your offense sitting there. It's a waste of their time. It's just inefficient. Like they could be over there talking about the defense. To me, it was just training camp. Instead of showing practice, they start showing the other team. Well, this is the week when you kind of this is how I know this. I know for a fact this is how Andy handles it. It simulates the game week. So this is Wednesday. They're playing Saturday. This would be their Thursday of a game week. They're installing whatever it is, red zone and two minute today of the Niners stuff. Now it's it's not quite as intensive as it would be week four, but it's closer. Like you print out a scouting report. They're, they're taking it semi seriously, and I, yeah, that's where I'm a little nervous for Kyle because, like you said, people are itching. If if we look up in the first quarter. And the, it's a blitzkrieg, and it's 14 nothing seven minutes into the game, and it just feels like Mike Tyson's on one side and fucking Haberman's on the other. You're like, oh, my God. It, it's going to be fair that everyone's going to think, like, this team is super overhyped and it's not going to go well. Yeah. I, well, I will start. We, we, are, we will start being concerned. If that like, I, I think it's fair to expect, like, Kyle. You agree? Can, can, yes, because I think it's fair to expect from Kyle. Can you just try a little – in your first couple drives and game plan, your first 15, and just try to score some points? Just just for the health of... Is it, you, you can never worry about the fans or you'll be sitting with them. That's that's fair. But know this. If the fans are all freaking out, you think Kyle sleeping super well at night with Jimmy throwing all these picks and looking shitty in the games? You bet your ass he's not. That's the thing. Like, It's one thing if you overreact to an at-bat or something. And I know Kyle was quoted yesterday of saying that it would basically be irresponsible to overreact to 11 plays, which is true. But that doesn't mean he's not concerned about those 11 plays, right? And they're talking about him in their staff meeting yeah. and in their coaches' well, meetings. To me, it's like we have those 11 plays. All right, now we want another 25 plays. What do we get out of that? What do we have after 36 plays? Right? I wanted to tweet this out, but it was just the context, and I didn't want to go too far into it. I'm like, the last time I saw this shitty of an offensive performance – with a starting quarterback who was expected to be good, it was 2010 Kevin Cobb, and he was benched by week two. Oh. Now, it, I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. And that was it's a second li- rounder for Cobb? Yeah, but he had started a bunch of games before. It was the first time he was a full-time starter, and I vividly remember about three preseason games in. By the third one, our offense looked horrendous. We couldn't move the ball, and I'll never forget the day after the third preseason game, it was an away game. Like, we played the Titans. Well, they got back, you know, the game was at five. They probably got back like midnight. I remember getting to the office like a normal work day, you know, like seven or whatever in the morning. And Kevin Cobb, as I'm walking up the stairs, was also walking up the stairs to go meet with Andy and Marty. Just about like, they weren't going to bench him there or anything, but they were just trying to figure out what was going wrong. Like it was, because on the outside, everyone thought like, we're going to suck. Well, inside, we were a little nervous too, because it did not look right, guy. So it's just... Human nature for you to get nervous. So, John, he Don, how how early had McNabb gotten hurt the week prior? Because 
Well, no, Cubs? That, that that was the year before I got there. In that off season, before gotcha. in the off season of the year I got there, they had traded Donovan McNabb to the Redskins. Well, so the they reason had basically I asked just gone is, all in on Kevin because they got the stats because it's his first. He started no, okay. So his first start the week prior for McNabb was thirty-one of fifty-one <laughs> for three ninety-one, two touchdowns, three picks. Which, which think about it, fifty-one attempts in '09 was pretty like that's a lot. That's ahead of his time, right? So then he's got him up twenty-one to seven in the first quarter, in the second half. He had uh, some mo- he had some moments where he could look really good. He didn't have a great arm, but the, but the thing so is, they, so they kicked Kansas City's ass. In his second start. Yeah. I just Anyway. He, he just wasn't good enough. Go. And it was clear. Now, this is a little different because we've seen Jimmy be good enough. So, but I, but I also think it's not arguable. This has not been an ideal off, uh, preseason. His training camp, for all intensive purposes, for everyone that's judging it, thinks it's been below par. His games have been bad. Now, his game. I guess that was his first game action. It's like, yeah, week two, it was his first game action. Was couldn't have gotten any worse. So it's not it has not got off to a good start. Now, do starts in the preseason matter or not? No, but we can just judge what does happen so far, and it has been bad. Right? It's been bad. S- simply put, bad. We're like Mahomes, you don't hear anyone like Mahomes looks like he's regressing. You know, you, you, all I hear is like, oh, Josh Allen's looks good. Oh, Darnold's looks good. Oh, Mahomes looks fine. Russell Wilson looks normal. Kirk Cousins made some plays. Jimmy, just I just need a couple plays out of Jimmy to take a deep breath. Or else I'm going to start thinking like, yeah, this guy might not be as good as we think. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.